Alright, hello everyone, welcome back to part two of the Festa Song series. Yes. So we're really getting these parts down now. Exactly, yeah. We're not having to come back and re-record intros, which is what we've done before. That's a peek behind the curtain, guys. Getting well um, professional. Exactly. I've even written it into my notes. Um, so yeah, just got taken it to a different level. We are back to talk about festival songs. So this next song, let's get straight into 2017. That's R, M, and V. So that's for you. Me? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I took the R, M, and V song, which is called Four O'Clock. Maybe we should go over our biases again, actually. Maybe I feel like we're quite clear, but we haven't done that since, like, episode whatever. If anyone doesn't know, I'm Sugar, Leon's R, M, and Natasha's JK. JK, hey, yeah. So I took four o'clock. Yes. It came out in 2017 and it was written and produced by both RM and V mm. together. I was happy to take this one because as some of you who listened to the You Never Walk Alone episode, I've been having intrusive V thoughts for quite a while now. I'd say V might be my second record okay. after Hobie, but with Hobie gone, yeah. who knows what's happening. Um, so yeah, the song's called Four O'Clock. It is inspired by V waiting at 4am for one of his friends, maybe Jimin. Often Jimin. Often Jimin. Yeah. It's a self-help song that talks about the early morning just before dawn, a time that you would often spend sitting, waiting in the park to meet friends in particular, fellow BTS member Jimin. Mm-hmm. The concept of it, 4am, Yeah. is it late night or early morning? They had like different schedules, so they would sleep whenever they had time. I think that's why Yungi said that he now sleeps. He said that he got used to the idle schedule, which is why he now only sleeps three hours a night, and then he finds time to sleep like between working, whenever he's got twenty minutes, half an hour, two hours, whatever. So they had schedules that meant that they were up and awake and not awake at different times. I guess that's why he said sometimes I waited for Jimin, but if Jimin's schedule didn't match no. with that, then. He'd be like waiting, waiting for someone else. Yeah, yeah, very cute. So it opens with V. He says, One day I wrote a long, long letter to the moon. It would not be brighter than you, but I lit a small candle. Mm-hmm. At a dusky park, a nameless bird that sings. Where are you? Oh, you. Why are you crying? You and I are the only ones here. Me and you. Oh, you. Mm-hmm. Why, why are they crying in the park at 4 a.m.? Why know. are V and Jimin crying in the park? So I think on the the girl that wrote the like look comments on, I'm, I'm assuming it's a girl again. I could be wrong because they have male and female fans as we've established in part one. But whoever wrote the comment on the genius lyrics said that the bird is meant to represent Jimin, Jimin yeah. Mm-hmm. And that Tay was su- supporting Jimin through some like unspecified physical and mental issues. And we know that he wrote the song Lie about his anxiety around mm. this time, about a year before, maybe. So, so yeah, maybe it's that. But then also that is a lot to interpret from where you're crying. Yeah, one of the comments on that is that V says that he wrote this after he and Jimmy got into the huge fight known forever as the dumpling incident. Oh, yeah. And then they met in a park late at night to talk over what happened. Oh. Um and then it said it was confirmed by V in an interview that he wrote it about Jimin and their dumpling fight. Right. So it was about this big fight that they'd had. Okay. So, yeah, and then the the chorus. Yeah. And V takes the first one, which is 
Following into the deep night, the sound of you singing brings the red morning. A step and another step, the dawn passes, and when the moon falls asleep, the blue shade that stayed with me disappears. Oh. Very sad. So he feels, well, he feels happier, all right, is what I interpreted mm. The blue as. shade that stayed with me disappears. Yeah, yeah, so we've had this time in the park together and now I feel happier. Maybe he means that now that we've talked through this dumping fight, I yeah. no longer have this weight on me, which is relatable, you know. Even if you fight about something stupid, it's always nice to talk it through. It's like that. Yeah. Over the many, many dumping incidents of the podcast. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like the whole dumping incident, I don't know that much about it, but apparently it was about one of them. I think it was Jimin that wanted to eat the dumplings during rehearsal. And Tay wanted to eat them after rehearsal. Oh, before rehearsal. Yeah, one of them was hungry then, and then one of them wanted to eat later, mm. essentially. So yeah, it's uh, not a fight that I've had, but I've had similar fights. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, they can be stressful. And so I, I understand why he felt like the the blue shade disappeared. Then verse two is RM. Even today, I live moderately. I walk in pace, moderately wearing down. The sun suffocates me and the world strips me naked. I can't help it, there's no other way. I collect my my shelf, (laughs) I collect myself that's shattered beneath the moonlight. I call you moon child, we are the children of the moon. Moon child is the reference to the song that later come out on Mono. Mm -hmm. It says it's inspired by this early song, four o'clock. And then the, I collect myself that's shattered beneath the moonlight. Uh, v releases a song called Scenery later that also talks of the collecting of pieces of moonlight in order to make the moon come back to him. So mm. there's two references there to songs that they'd later have yeah. right now. There's lots of songs about moon, so across the whole BTS yeah. canon, yeah. really. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for these two specific ones, yes. I breathe the cold night air. Yes, we are living and dying at the same time, but you can open your eyes for now. Just like that movie... The entire world is blue inside the moonlight. And that is a reference to the movie Moonlight, yep. which tells the story of a young gay African-American man growing up. And one of the signature lines is catching up all that light in moonlight. Black boys look blue. Many of the main characters' moments of vulnerability and self-discovery take place under the moonlight. Yeah. Remember, it's reference to like being out in the moon is where you're in darkness but you're still lit up it's where you can keep your secrets yeah secret identity and your biggest fears and worries and then we're back into the pre-chorus which references the park and the birds singing and where are you or you which is one of my favorite vocals okay Uh, oh which is a really great vocal Mm. (laughs) from (laughs) V. no spoilers oh and then it goes on to do the chorus again with rm so rm does his vocal Deep night, the sun shining, and the blue shade disappears. And then you get the outro from V, which is a step and another step. The dawn passes. And when that moon falls asleep, the blue shade stayed with me. And then it's done. So this one time it doesn't disappear. It stays. Yep. With him. Because uh-huh. he's grown. I guess so. <laughs> um, We've become one with the moon. Or he's, you know, not being able to resolve whatever it was that was weighing him down. <gasps> But I don't know. But yeah, oh, it's a nice song. I really like 
I like both the vocals, but I really like RM's vocal, especially when he gets into the like the slightly rappy bit where he goes like, "I call you Moonchild," and I'm always like, "Mm-hmm." And from the Bangtan bomb, we know that Aaron wanted to just rap in it and or V just sing the vocal, and V was like, "I want you to do a vocal on it." Yeah, which is really sweet because Aaron was like, "No, you're clearly a better vocalist." Well, he said like, "Oh, you should do it for the fans that like your vocals," mm-hmm. which yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of us, yeah. <laughs> we're on your side B. it's very rare that we often agree on something as the three of us maybe we found something that we do agree on which is Aaron's vocals are 10 out of 10 what do you think of 4 o'clock it's good there's uh, some nice lyrics in it um, nice vocals it like um, came out with Jimin and JK's cover of the Selena Gomez and Charlie Poo song Oh. We don't talk anymore. Yes. Do you know it's like a picture of the top of the house? Mm-hmm. And then the Jimin's picture for that one is like the window, so it like makes a full image oh. of all the stuff that they've okay. like, yeah. that um, yeah. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say about this song? I liked the idea of V going to RM and being like, How about this part for a song? I want to write a song about Jimin, but I don't know how to do it. And then they wrote it into something. Yeah. Um, I liked that idea of that, especially in 2017. What happened by 2017? Have they done any solo stuff by then? He's already written Stigma. He's already written Stigma. But he was very um, excited in the Bangtan um, about them having written and composed it all on their own. I think, mm. like, because often with the other songs, it's like, RM and P Dog or like RM and it's nice. yeah whatever yeah. So for this one, it was just the two of them, which I think is why V was excited about mm. it. I think he also says in the Bangtan Bum that RM wrote the I wrote a letter to the moon line, mm. and then he sort of wrote on from there, at least for the like for his own parts. But they wanted to write about this feeling that V had whilst he was waiting in the park at four AM. So mm. so yeah. Aram keeps saying that he now just has to write the rap, so I don't think he's he's not written that part yet. But no. they keep recording the vocals and being like, "Oh, I wanted it to have this feel, but actually, I think it should have this feel." And blah blah blah. So yeah, it is interesting. Mm. And then performance-wise, there is the we see in the Bangtan bomb. We mm. see Julie in a vest before he puts his jacket on with his little guns out. Okay. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Look at him beautiful nice yeah yeah after that there's uh the the performance that i could find which is the bts home party festa 2017 mm-hmm. where rm and both had the plaid shirts yeah they look a bit goofy <laughs> a bit RM's, like nerds we yeah we talked about this we like it when they look like nerds because they're more accessible yeah rm's got their suspenders he's got the tie yeah i prefer their looks when they look on it Tay's doing the sad song series Eyes Alive mm-hmm. written, but it crosses into sexy smolders sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they sing the last chorus to each other. Yeah. Which is adorable. Mm-hmm. And then there's the really sweet clip of Jimmy recording it. Yeah. Which is just. So there's a back time bomb where they practice the live stage and then they practice the live stage in the studio first and then on the stage. And that's when Jim is recording it. He is, because he's an angel. Yeah. He looks very like. He will have known that it was about him, I'm sure. Um, he so he's probably quite like touched. Look, he's smiling though. It's like, look at what my boys did. Yeah, exactly. 
Aram also looks better in this as well because he's wearing the sunglasses with the beard shirt. V is wearing a uh, fancy flower shirt and some Jeffrey Dahmer glasses yeah. I've written. And then Aram's just wearing jeans and like a sports shirt, which I did think he looked good in that. He does. And they rehearse in the room with the other members just sitting on the floor and Sugar and Jin are talking. And then... JK and Jimin are singing along. I want to do something more interesting like next year. I'm tired of doing like just fun stuff. I want to do cool stuff. Um, <laughs> and then they go and rehearse on the set. Yeah. That I one's cute. Just like it did like it yes um i did find the connecting picture though so it's a uh, so far away mm. sugar jane and jk version oh yeah yeah yeah. and then the yeah. we don't talk anymore and rmv which it's a lovely picture oh yeah that makes sense that is cute it's like a house oh, with a big moon over it put it in the dock if you want to see yeah do put it in the dock because i'll forget but yeah that is the song four o'clock what a banger that bang come bombing from that really sweet sub which is uh, in order to prepare a cool performance they finish the rehearsal while exchanging opinions until the very end oh. which is sweet i think it's nice to see them practice we don't get to see them practice very much yeah i think you just need to watch back the bang time bombs there's quite a lot of them practicing but i haven't that there's not time to sit and watch all bang time bombs always I have watched a few, but only the like random ones that you sort of suggests. I have the meaning to like sit and watch all of them, but yeah, there's funny. just no time in the schedule, like as it is. <laughs> not even finished run. I've not watched all the Backtime Bombs that they've put out like this month. So, <laughs> but uh, I do my best. Anyway, Four O'Clock, very sweet. Four O'Clock is a nice song, yes. Mm. I like it. Well done, R and B. R and B. R and B. What a duo. Underrated duo. What's their Nam Tae Jun? Nam Because I know it's Tae Jin. But yeah, anyway. If it doesn't automatically come to us, then I'm sure I'm not sure it's a well publicized maybe, name. Maybe there's very few fanfics about it. Yeah. All right, should we move on then? This next song is by the rap line. It's called Deng. I'm sure people might have heard of it. It is written by Sugar, J Pearl, RM, and J Hope, and produced by Sugar and J Pearl. Although you sent me something the other day to say that it had been changed to El Capitan, wasn't it? Yeah, there'd been an update on the credits. Yeah. People are suspecting maybe it might appear on Spotify or some, something like that, so they'd have to credit it properly. Yeah, Deng should have been on proof. Yeah, it could have been on proof. I think the problem with proof is that they each chose tracks. But why wouldn't you choose it? <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully we'll get it soon on Spotify. Hopefully. Yeah, there's a note on the lyric translation on Dorset Bangtan, which is what I used, where she says that the track was revealed under the name DD Ceremony. And DD is typed like circle, circle on a Korean keyboard mm-hmm. and is a shortened form of yes, okay. Um, it often sort of implies that the sender is like indifferent or unimpressed or unbothered, kind of like sending K instead of okay. So that's how it was given to armies k ceremony <laughs> there's a lot of double entendres and wordplays here and cultural references that are hard to translate and the word dang has like six seven different meanings in the song so we'll try and go through them but um, obviously we've relied on a lot of 
Korean sources here. So uh, please bear with us if anything is uh, is wrong. But the song starts with the chorus where they go one eight one three three eight dang. And this refers to a game which uses something called Batu cards. And the game is called Sota. And 1-8 and 1-3 are combinations of what are called bright or guang cards. And having just one of this combination, so 1-8 or 1-3, would give you a very high chance of winning the game. Any of these card combos is known as guangdeng. And then 3-8 is the invincible combination that can't be defeated by any other combination of cards. So basically, the line is saying that BTS is invincible and can't be defeated by anyone because they've got these like really good cards, essentially. They go, you wrong, you right, look carefully, dang. And here, dang means wrong. So I know, don't know if you guys remember, but there's that run episode where TMCs and they're doing like a quiz show or something and they kept like shouting answers and he kept being like dang when mm. they answered wrong and that's when I was like oh it means wrong but it apparently also means everything else <laughs> and then the next line is ring the school bell brr brr dang and this is meant to signify the sound of a school bell and there's a kid's song in Korea called school bell is dang 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 and Ring a bell to one's life is used to describe that someone is dead figuratively, not literally, which makes it a good transition into the next line, which is, hey, this life of yours has no hope. You're dying as in you're finished. Mm. So yeah, cool chorus. And then J-Hope goes first and he says, hip hop, dang, rap style, dang, just a rapper, dang, bantan, dang. And here they all mean wrong. So it refers to all the haters at the start of their career that didn't think that they were real hip-hop artists because they were hip-hop idols as we talked about many times before and everything that they were doing was just wrong 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 he goes on to say but their reality is bang worldwide bang on top of the chart bang bang dang here it's meant to be a a bell again and then he says got money woo ap woo ap stands for audemars piquet which is a swiss manufacturer of luxury mechanical watches Yeah, so he's got that nice the watch. Got the big, big house, big rings. Yeah, and then he says, nice house, woo, someone's dream life, woo, how about you? Uh, I like you. Uh, <laughs> the success uh, is thanks to you. Uh, funny, right? Yeah, feeling dumbfounded, right? Honestly, why these people, yeah, are making such a fuss because you got a lot of time. Yeah. Um, so they're hating on people who have nothing else to do, basically. And apparently the way that he says, yeah, also means like kid. It's so like a slang way of referring to someone younger. And then he says, this is your homework. If you can't solve it, your problem is dang. And here it means wrong, as in your issue is wrong. And then it could all, he, they said that it could also be saying undefeatable. So like the problem can't be solved because you're trying to beat BTS and they can't be defeated. And then they do the chorus twice. And the second one changes to 181338. Dang, you wrong me right, look carefully. Dang, stop for a second. I dang. And there's a children's game, I think in English we call it freeze tag, Mm -hmm. which is called Autumn Thing, where the player that is it chases the regular players, but then the players can freeze themselves by saying Autumn, which means ice, and they can't be tagged by the it, but then another player can unfreeze the frozen player by tapping them and yelling dang. So that's what they're referring to here. 
And then Jung is first. He says, hmm, from my perspective, you guys are dang. We are all dang. It said in the translation that it should mean we think you're all wrong. Whoever gets their points in this game, I'm dang, I don't give a, like, F, is <gasps> translation was. And the literal translation of this is whoever has a good guttbal, where guttbal can mean a player constantly getting good cards. And guttbal is also slang for the power or influence. And there's this video that I watched. It was then explained by a Korean guy, essentially. But when he was talking about it, he had like the blurred logos of JYP, YG and SM like on the screen in front of him. So yeah, he's saying like whoever has a lot of influence. And this influence slang comes from the same card game where Gut is the name of the combination of cards from one point to nine points. So if you had two points, for example, you would say dulkut or like tukut. So it's the most common pairing of points you'd receive during a game. But a deng is a much rarer pairing and is worth more than all of the kuts. So even if you have nine kuts, a deng is better. Mm-hmm. So he's saying that you can have as many kuts, like as much influence as you want, but I'm worth more because I'm deng. And then he says, hanet bay, hanet bay, hanet bay, deng. Which I always thought was honeybee. Honeybee. Honeybee, honeybee, honeybee. Yeah. <laughs> in Come Back Home, which is BTS remake of Sataji and Boyce's 1995 song of the same title, Arm Raps, Hunnip Band, Hunnip Band, Hunnip Band, which means $100,000. The same lyrics can also be found in Childish Gambino's This Is America, which apparently was their favorite, um, was one of the like BTS's favorite songs around this time. So then he's saying this song is the shit bay. The word dong, that which means shit, is actually a nickname for the November cards of Watu, which is again the same card game. All the cards are linked to different months. November cards have Udong Namu, which are Paulonia trees pictured on them. And that's why they call them dong as like slang. And November cards are considered desirable because there is one grand card and one regular card that gives you two points instead of one if you play the game so he's saying this song is the ship bay because he's referring to this card game where you get an extra point though you would be super annoyed bay all your claims are right bay we're failing as in like if this is what you call failing then yeah we're failing billboard is all thanks to you bay there's no one above us because we're failing thanks so your haters made us work harder and be better, which he's talked about that quite a lot, how the haters sort of motivate him. And then he says, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for looking down on us until now. Thanks to you, Stadium, Dome, Billboard. We earned so many things thanks to you. Friends from small companies, as in who are hating on us. I hope you become big, big company soon. We'll fail again as you wish. So I hope you keep worrying about us. The end. And for the the end bit, he spelt it as could which again refers to lower value cards so he could be saying keep worrying about us you lower worth beings so very clever a lot about these cards they do the chorus twice again and then rm goes the sound when the cashier is checking me out dang which is the bell sound i liked it when i was young i dang which is this freeze tag game i'm ding dong you're dang According to Dulce Bangtan, he's referring to a quiz show where ding dong is like a xylophone sound when an answer is correct and dang is the sound that you would get if the answer is wrong. Oh. So he's saying I'm correct and you're wrong. 
Um, so here it means both wrong and the, the bell wow. sound. Then he says, your cards are mediocre. I'm dying. Again, he's referring to this card game. The literal translation is your seven cut, doesn't you have seven, seven points? I'm dang. Again, dang would be superior. Sleeping after we eating ramen, he says next. The face gets puffy, dang. And tang tang is an exaggerated form of ting ting, which is used to describe swollen eyes, face, or body. So it's like a slang term for when your face gets puffy, essentially. Dregs, do your tang. Um, so here it means like tang. <laughs> and then he says, look at me, I'm your air tang. You're dope, you're cool. Air tang. Air tang. Air tang. You're dope, you're cool. I'm at lost for words. And lost for words is geolteng. It's this slang word again for describing a situation where you find something so ridiculous that you're lost for words. And then he goes on to this next part, which is even if I just stutter because I'm so dumbfounded, please uh, excuse me. I'm rather a poor talker, but mm. so still I try to talk rather rightly, but my mouth keeps getting crooked because I like it so much. So he's stuttering, but I think it means... Clearly, I'm so bad at rapping, just like you say, but I'll just keep doing it because I like it so much. Which obviously it's ironic because RM is not a poor talker <laughs> or a bad rapper. And then he says, rappers who don't even have haters, just shut up. Where on earth are your haters? So I'm like, no one's bothering to hate on you. Cleanse your eyes, wash your face and look into the mirror right there. They're breathing your hater. So you're your own hater because you've created this uh, grief for yourself. And then he says, we celebrate rather than being celebrities. We only step on the accelerator, no break. Who do you think you are to approve me? Frogs that are living up to their name to die in the well. I will sincerely pray. So this refers to the story about a frog that lived in a well and thought that the well was the entire world. So he's narrow-sighted and thinks that he's like the best because there's no one else in the well. And he also says geguri, which means frog. No, he, he says geguritu, which means frogs, but it resembles a slag term, gegurita, which means fucking lame. So, <laughs> yeah. And then he says, dang. And here it means done or finished. And then they do two choruses again, and that's the end of the song. It's a uh, long piece to explain, but it's really cool, I think. Do you guys like the song? Yes. I think I first found out about it from the JK version, which we will get onto. The part I like in particular is though where it's like, do your thing. Listening to JK say it, I'm like, oh and then you listen to her and say it, you're like, Oh, it's so it's so good. It's not like he's made it sound better, like they both sound just as good. Yeah. So definitely. scroll back, scroll back, listen to it again, listen to it again. Oh. Listen to it again. Oh. Well, that's pretty cool, I think, just because like, it's the only wordplay that you can just instinctively understand as like a non-Korean speaker. So that bit's always stood out to me as well. Do you like it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I think Dang was then one of the first songs that I heard when we went to the BTS Club Night. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, everyone is like, because I waited a long time to go to the BTS Club Night because I yeah. wanted to be like more than 50% into the discography and Deng was one of those that hadn't wouldn't have come up on the playlist no. because 
it was too far away. A bit like Super Tuna. I think the first time I heard Super Tuna was at the BTS oh. Club night, and I was just like looking around, like, "What is everyone doing? This is like amazing." Everyone would just sort of do the gangster dang hand. We pretend we're super cool. Pretend that we're super gangster. Yeah, yeah. That sort of hit box thing. So everyone was like jumping around to it, and I was just like, "Oh, this is amazing!" Like everyone here loves this and then the same with super tuna and y'all doing the like, little choreo and i'm like i want to be part of this like i want to know more i yeah. need to know more i need to be more involved i want to get all of the references i really like uh hobies because hobie doesn't mm. open often it really slaps mm. but having seen the lyrics now they are wonderfully complicated and hatery yeah and i think deng's got some of some of it sort of idol digital vibes they wear the handbox yeah, it's yeah, got, yeah. Like, I think the guy in the explainer video said that it was traditional and trap beats or something like that. Mm, Yeah, it sounds very different to Mm. a lot of other pop songs in general, and really brings Mm -hmm. that out. Yeah, it's like a specific instrument that we think that must be. So, like that, I think it does a really good job of blending the genres. So, Mm. yeah, and the boys love it. I when you were at Younger. I was flying the next day and I was like, I'm not going to watch the concert. And then one of our friends ended up sending us some TikTok links. It was three in the morning. My flight was in like seven hours. And then when Youngie did Dang, we were texting. And I was just like, I can't believe we missed Dang. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to see Dang. Yeah. Um, and he did a brilliant job with his first. Yeah. It's a brilliant song. It is, yeah, it's really good. I think the, again, I should find the name of the guy in this like, these explainer videos. Apologies to you if I, uh, yeah, that I haven't found it. I'll put the link to the video in the dark. Um, so the explainer guy said, like, it's effective as a hater song because it doesn't use any, like, you guys fucking suck, like, mm. any of that language. It's just really clever about building them up mm. and it doesn't really drag anyone else down except like small things but again that's all like wordplay and like quite cleverly inserted so mm. it's like rising to a level above mentally and in terms of like I just I, I don't need to drag you down I think it's it oozes of swag swag and like just assuredness and confidence mm. so yeah it like hits a new level mm. Is the guy you're on about um, DK DK TV? Yes. Yes. So it's either David or Danny Kim. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was just like, I know. Yeah, I, I listen to the podcast. They've got a podcast. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I think it's called Korean Pizza Club. They've not got many episodes, but it's good. It's a good insight on like Korean culture. Okay. And, like, cool. Teens. Yeah. Adults. I do like that. I'd say I like. RM's part because like it's like the sexy whisper yeah he's very mm. calm mm. in it because yeah he's moved so far from his like shouty rap but he's just, not angry no you need to have like both earphones in and to just like turn it up just a little bit too loud and just have him like whispering your ear yeah just, oh. stop being creepy about RM when I'm sat right here that's for me to do <laughs> yeah he's kind of I guess like a cypher Mm. Yeah. Um, which they stopped the the last ciphers in Wings. Yeah. Which should be before this. Maybe Dang is cipher part B. Mm. Maybe that's well. Why... Uh, actually, on the links that you linked, he's in it. He is. <laughs> he's yeah, exactly, yeah. his ass off. That's why people were like, "Why isn't being the cipher?" Yeah, I know. He loves it. But then he tried to do it, and then was like, oh, was "Okay, <laughs> never <laughs> mind." He's not terrible. He's just not. He's, he's not, not rap line. He's not rap line, <laughs> and there's a reason. Let's put it that way. 
no i've i have written that it's a crime that it's not on streaming services so it's just please sort that out hive if you're about to then i will retract that but actually i wrote i'd like a rap line version and a vocal line version please oh you want the rap line version as well i do yeah i enjoy both if JK wants to do all the verses, though, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to JK solo. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to disagree with Jimin that, does, feel Jimin free. does a good job. Jimin does, yeah. yeah. They said be like a good thing to do. Janan, they did the own music video to Spinebreaker. Yeah. They do like a good, like, their own version of like Dank, I think, if they did a music video. Yeah. Also, annoyingly with Dank, it was at that stupid magic shop master yeah. that we went at. Mm. <laughs> that magic shop master is mm. better than my own personal concert. Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's also... when they did the vocal. Imagine, imagine, right, you're there at that magic shop master, and then they come on to do. Have you heard Deng at this point? Mm-hmm. You have. You've heard Deng. Had oh, yeah, you had it for a year. Mm. So you've had it for a year. They come on to do it. And then who opens the rap on the vocal line? Is it Jimin? It's Jin? Is it Jin? Jin? Yeah, I think it's Jin. And then Jin just starts rapping. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, oh no. Like, <laughs> no <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> but then, like, it just like progresses, and all the other boys are there, and they're yeah. all, you're all watching, and then vocal line are rapping. Like, imagine seeing Jimin rap. The vocal line are very, yeah. they're very into the song. They're very which into we'll, it. Uh, we'll get to. Should we talk about the clips then? Because yeah. I think we've sort of moved, progressed into them anyway. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I just have one more thing. Yeah. I have put that if it did go into like Spotify and it, if we got it to top charts, how good would it be just listening to it on like UK charts? Oh, yeah. I feel like there'd be a lot of like rappers and lovers that have been like, oh my God, what's this like dang stuff? Like, yeah, what? Yeah. what dang? And like, You'd be like, here's my podcast yeah, for Eric's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're a little bit more. Here you are. Stop being such a frog in a well. Yeah. Pick up our podcast and be like, what? Yeah. Yeah, no, that'd be good. If, if it does come on Spotify, let's get it. Stream, stream, stream. Stream, stream, stream. stream. Yeah, stream, get it stream. Uh, to that number one spot, guys. We can do it. It'll need an MV as well. We'll do one. Yeah. We'll do one. I'm in Kyle. I'll take Hobie's rap. Oh, <laughs> I'm not okay. taking that our means that, you're that means you're rapping our rap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like it? Sounds, sounds good. Yeah, this was a little sample of our rapping skills, guys. <laughs> Generation BTS's version of Dan coming to Spotify soon. Can we do better than Jen? No, <laughs> we can't. No. <laughs> No, sorry, Jen. You're definitely better than we are. Right? When when we hit a hundred k listeners, <laughs> then we will release yeah, we a version we of Dang. Yeah, fine. Um, yeah, that's that's what so I'm saying. Go back to, yeah. We can go back to Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be really good. Yeah. When we hit a hundred k listeners, we'll do a performance of Dang. Yeah, we'll, we'll do actually signed on the hype. For amazing insights, yeah. content creators. Like, yeah. actually, we've got some sneak peeks to look at. Release it. Like, oh my god, guys. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> let's back to the real world. Should we go to BTS prom party in 2018? Yes, mm. we shall. We shall. So there's a couple of performances on this one. Not enough, obviously, but there's the rappers' performance at the. 2018 prom party festa where they wear the modern handbook i think it mm. is and then yate joins them like to jump around for a bit mm. during the i think it's the second chorus so yeah all the outfits are great 
RM's got like the most visible mm. handbook, I'd say, with like light blue and the white sleeves. Mm. Sugar was in this phase where they used to like crimp half his hair. Crimp half his hair, yeah. Which actually, I don't hate it. I ever decided after oh, watching really? this. Oh, mm-hmm. really? I think it's fine in this because you can't really see it. Yeah, but he also like has he's got this like vibe about him when they do his hair like that. I don't know if it was like what he was doing at the time where he looks really like wiry and like quite mm. fancy. Mm. He looks quite different to where he looks now. I think you know there's like very famous sugar fan cam mm. of him in the silk from Blood Sweat and Tears. He's kind of wearing the same outfit, mm. but he's wearing the like dressing gown style mm. robe over he and he's got very the fancy hat. yeah he does yeah mm. i liked it he looked great and j-hope's one i would wear yeah. honestly great yeah the deep burgundy red beat yeah they just look really in their element yeah they do and they've got the like mm. blue robe over the mm. like loose trousers yeah just look great but yeah that performance is also really good they do the song not what to say about it but they look very um cool there's a bank time bump of them working on this performance mm. and they're discussing like the first bit is them discussing the production of the song mm. so they're like you can see like how involved they are with oh you should remove the echo here mm. and like add drums there and like and it's quite fascinating to watch mm. we talked about this didn't we the if in the past we'd studied music <laughs> and become music producers i.e we could identify the different notes and instruments would we then be able to produce in the way that bts yeah is and it I like, was like i don't think we could I don't think we'd be is that it talented. is it is it learned, learned or, talent? or talent was the conversation was like, like even if i knew how to produce a song i don't know whether i could like feel that oh this bit shouldn't have symbols obviously because yeah. they cut and chop that there's no tomorrow and I was like it's yeah the speed of decision making based yeah. on some sort of sound they've got like a bigger vision they look brilliant in this they do mm-hmm. yeah. yeah RM in particular <laughs> start. I don't think I needed to go hat. over our bias mm-hmm. yeah just, just say RM bias he <laughs> looks brilliant in that blue shirt with his beanie and he looks a bit angry yeah. But he's not, he's concentrating. He's concentrating, yeah. Which is brilliant. I think this is another one where I don't mind if he's here. It's well, like I think it's too much here because he looks he's in such a casual setting. Yeah, <laughs> but, but then like, looks he's fully got made like, up. A cool outfit on. Mm. Like it's yeah. He looks like he's just come back off holiday. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he just walked off the plane with his like Hawaiian shirt and his snapback. Yeah. He looks very hobby. Yeah, it's cool. They are rehearsing it when they do, mm. like, they do it in, like, the rehearsal room. Dimmons jumping around the whole time, mm. and then V joins him. Like, V's making all his facial expression, but like, oh, my God, this is the f- best thing in the whole world. And then they do it once, and Jim is like, again, again, again. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. And then they do it again. And there's a bit where, like, Sugar starts his first, where he's sat on the ground, and everyone's like, oh, you're tired. This young's tired. And then they do do it again. And even then, Jim is like, again, again, again. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. very sweet. Hobie's in shorts and his thighs are lovely. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, noted. Nice. Uh, Jimmy's wearing a hat that sometimes makes him look like a pretty princess. <laughs> he like pulls it down over his. Mm. Yeah. Have you seen that one video of um, Aram in shorts? No, but I've heard there's a new dance practice, never before seen. Wow. Might be coming out for Festa, and apparently he's wearing shorts. Wow. I wow. will have to go away and watch it. Yeah. Tonight. Just to yeah, yeah. Back. Just, just, yeah. We'll put it in the dock. We'll put it in the dock. Uh-huh. We've um, not seen our image shots in ages. No, he's a super guy. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. I prefer no. when he's a shot. 
That was uh, fucking... I, I, every time I come into an episode and I'm like, this is the one where I'm not going to be first <laughs> And then it just falls out like that. Yeah. I almost said Manola Blahnik, but who's it? He's rapping Bottega Veneta. They don't do shorts. No, they don't. No. And he's got his feet out. Mm-hmm. yeah he does he does he's dancing Me. around barefoot a lot i brought that down too and then imitating rm during his verse mm-hmm. and then they practice it on stage and it's a good bang tempo his mask, can recommend um, young is wearing his mask yeah like in the betsy dance front yeah where i'm like fine his hair also looks very different but he's just practicing he was allowed to wear what he wants but then there is the 2019 performance which is a very good one where the vocal line tries to do the verses jin and jimin share j-hope's verse because i think in their eyes they think they're the worst trappers whereas jimin's jimin's pretty okay yeah he's quite quiet but jin is just funny i think he knows that he's he's just being funny yeah yeah. i don't know if he could do better if he tried but i also do think he's trying to make it a little bit of like a a dad joke yeah yeah and tay does sugar's verse he's okay we talked about this. Some of the boys pull off swaggy. Uh, Jimin pulls off swaggy. Jin makes me confused. And yeah. he's in like a dressing gown. <laughs> They're all in the gowns. Though. I think mm. that's the like nod to the handbook. Mm. Which would be the non-swaggy members? Jin and V. There has his moments, I think. But... Jay can be swaggy, but I don't think he is in this performance. I think he is occasionally in this performance, but there's just something about him that's just like very fancy. I don't know. But obviously his like dress style and everything, it doesn't scream yeah. hip hop. If he wore so... in a suit. Yeah. When he's popping, like moving his body, he doesn't lean forward to swag like all the mm. other boys do. He leans back and then I'm just worried he's gonna fall over. Yeah. It's too hard. He's not crawling around on the floor like I like Young does. I um... think if he were to take this blazer off and have that like baggy t shirt, because he's got like a shirt. Mm. It's a shirt, like it's a button up shirt. Yeah. Though. Like it'd look it Better. could add more. Yeah, I think he's like, he's good at keeping to the rhythm and everything, but I just think there's something about his voice that just doesn't sound right when he's rapping. It's a little like nasal mm. and he's quite like shouty. Like when he does the growly vocals, like, rah, rah, like it sounds like he's just trying to rap, but do the whole thing in growly vocals. <laughs> he's also trying too hard on the facials. That's why he doesn't look swaggy <laughs> looking at it now. Because he does like a like an eye roll and he like looks he to the side and he like he's looks off excited. in the distance. Yeah, he's trying that's the problem. He's trying too hard and that's why it doesn't come off as swag. That's what yeah. it is. That's not how swag works. <laughs> Coming from the swag yeah, master. <laughs> when we do our performance yeah. of ten. Yeah, and we'll have a little <laughs> little ten where you can come visit and she will give lessons in swag. Swag lessons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Private one to ones, just in case, you know. Coming from the Swagmaster Dodson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm literally sat here in a lace blazer. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, Tay knows nothing about swag. Most confident outfit. Most confident outfit, I know. <laughs> talking about how Tay's not wearing swag. <laughs> Sorry, Bay. Sorry, Bay. Yeah, good one, good one. Right, and then we get to Mr. Swag, which is John Dunkirk. He just. Nails it. He should just do a rap album. Like he should also do a vocal album, but he also um, should do a rap album. I wonder if he'll rap on his solo. Yeah, I'm like a verse here and there. But he's talking quite a lot lately about his vocal cords hurting, so maybe Mm -hmm. not. He is a brilliant vocal. Maybe if he gets a feature. Yeah. And that feature is like a different style of vocal to him, then maybe he could do like a swag rap. Mm. Yeah, I think 
what having watched JK rap again for like the fourth time, I think that they really dropped the ball and missed a trick. I yeah. know. Like I get he's a brilliant vocalist, but like he's he the rapped. lead vocalist. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem. Like there's not really there's anyone no one to... else to pick up. But like by this time, the vocalists, vocalists mm. are all really good. It's so, gotta yeah. be because he doesn't like doing it. Gotta be. I don't know. Because like you come out of the school era, but by surely, you know. I give Bang PD a lot of credit for being, you know, a very, Amazing. very intelligent man. Yeah. You're telling me that he's not seen JK Rapp and been like, uh, you should do more rapping. Maybe. I guess, I don't know. I think you have all these three amazing rappers that you have to accommodate. Yeah. And I feel like JK would be like, oh, no, but he no, could probably. Oh, uh, yeah, JK yeah. would be like, oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. He doesn't want to. We'll see. At the end of the year exactly magic step master it was a brilliant day last one of this part then is tonight we now take it away hit 2019 yeah um feels very recent although it's not really <laughs> feels like we're almost in 2025 yeah exactly um, so yeah so we've got to 2019 now we're on the sixth song that they've released as part of festa it's a gin solo Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Tonight. It was written by Slow Rabbit, His Noise, Jin, and RM, and it was produced by Slow Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And it is a really soft, beautiful vocal. Do you have the letter that he wrote about it? That I wrote this letter thinking of my pets. This yeah, is the yeah. first song written by me. I will work hard again and show a good song to armies next time. Thank you, armies. I think that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So I wrote tonight thinking about his pets. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know. Oh no, that's even worse for military. Because he doesn't get any pets. <laughs> I, when I read the lyrics through, I was like, oh, this is really sad. Jim really misses me. Yeah. Me. And then I was like, about the pets, like, oh, but now he misses the pets. Now I'm like, he can't have an army in the military and he can't have his pets in the military. I think all his pets have died by this point. Yeah, I was going to say, dead. I thought he was written as a tribute to his dog that passed away. Yeah, so his family Ooh. dog, Django, uh, who was a stray dog before spending his last 12 years with Jin and his family, apparently, passed away in 2017, followed by Omuk and Udang, who were his sugar gliders. Yeah, the ship gliders, yeah. Yeah, in 2018 and 2019 they died. So yeah, he's got a lot of dead pets at this point. <laughs> but also, that he went to RM and he was like, I'm on a sorry about my dead pets. And RM's like, oh, sit down, get this out of me, let's write this song. So, this one mm-hmm. uh, starts with, when this night passes, I'm afraid I won't be able to see you. The utterly clear gaze the touch I got used to, the face that smiled at me, will I be unable to see you again anymore? Mm. Like the little glazed eyes of the dogs. Yeah, I also read the lyrics right before, like, ever knew that it was about pets, and I was like, it's about him leaving for military That's service. That's yeah. yeah. And these won't be able to see our eyes, like, at concerts and stuff, but no, it's about pets. <laughs> but it's relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was really on my feels about it, like, yeah. you miss Zami so much. Same, same, same. No pets. But same pets and army, right? Same yeah, yeah, yeah. Comfort. Exactly. Uh, so it goes under the pre-chorus, in my everyday you are there, like army or pets mm-hmm. in your everyday i'm there when the moon is gone and the sun rises the one who has been with me will you be gone oh. 
yeah i was like oh my god this is definitely an army song because he's talking about the moon being gone and then in map of the soul seven his song is about it's called moon right oh. so i was like yeah that's clever jen really clever but no, it's not. No, no no maybe built from that maybe it was like right rm so i wrote that one song about my pets yeah but i've been thinking about the line about the moon <laughs> about the moon and that yeah. reminds me of army so now i want to write another song about the moon and army sure um <laughs> Then it gets into the chorus, a really sweet vocal, very typical Jane, soft vocal. Yeah. Uh, when I close my eyes, I feel like it will remind me of the times that we were together. When I close my eyes, I feel like I will think of only the happy memories again. Oh. And that's when I was like, he's in the military with his eyes closed. Yeah. Thinking about Same. all the happy times with us. This is so heartbreaking. Why have they taken Jane away? Yeah. But now he's suffered so much. Like he's got dead pets and he's in the military. That's true. That's true. <laughs> three years later yeah. <laughs> uh and there's an interlude which is when i close my eyes when i close my eyes then the chorus and then there's the outro when the night passes i'm afraid i won't be able to see you when this night passes i'm afraid that i'll be left alone mm. yeah it is really sad it's nice cute yeah it's another one that not loads lyrics yeah oh, it's a nice song i do like it a lot of very high-pitched vocals. Mm. Mm. He does a good job on the vocal. Yeah. And Genius Lyrics, there's a couple of comments about how people have found it comforting for grief. Oh, like yeah. relatives and stuff, so now me on there. Ah, uh, yeah, that is nice. Cute. It's still quite short. It is short, yeah. And quite surface. <laughs> when I thought it was about ARMY, I was like, oh, it's so nice. But then when I thought it was about pets, I was like, right okay it's less nice <laughs> but like like i really love my yeah. pets and you really love your pets and i, I think if you were like we're gonna write a song about your pets it would be really like emotional and stuff but like yeah it feels a little more surface which i'm not really sure why but it just does i feel like you, you wouldn't be able to like with the haters you can put them to society you can't be like yeah my dog used to like <laughs> pee on walls like you were a gangster like you can't really compare a, a pet to a like like someone in society or like <laughs> like problems yeah and i guess if it went too far like i saw you wag your tail and now i miss you it just sounds like, a bit silly sounds yeah. silly yeah and you want it to be sentimental yeah. yeah talking about that one thing that the dog used to do and it's like you used, used to be there and now you're gone I wrote the bit about not waiting for, like, I don't want tonight to finish because tomorrow you'll be gone. No. I've definitely felt that line from grief. Like, I felt like that line from when Nan, when our grandma mm. died. And not wanting that day that I was there to finish. And then it was like the next day we were all together. It was mm -hmm. like no one wanted to leave. And we'd not, like, as the cousins, but, like, there's eight, like, eight, ten of us there. I just felt like who says right I'm gonna go mm. because as soon as we break this we've not all been together in years and as soon as this moment stops life goes on mm. and I remember being there and just being like this is so I'm so grateful that we're all here together and we're trying to like cut through the tension making jokes talking about good times I remember being really grateful that I was like back from London and I was there amongst the family so I can really resonate with that sense of wanting time to stop because by tomorrow you'll be in a different place yeah and I think it's like, this is not me trying to relate to your like make 
you're a loss's biggest man but when my dog died there was obviously like you go to the vet you know what's wrong with my dog and they go well you know this and this and this we don't think it's fair or reasonable for you to like keep this suffering going so we probably think it's time to put the dog down I think they said like it should be this week or it should be in the next few days or whatever obviously we took him home and like had a nice like little last day with him but and like in the same the same sort of certainty that when you get to the next day then that's that's it like you know you in a different way that you get with humans you sort of know when they're gonna be dying I guess mm, yeah well it'd be so, I think it, the only thing you can relate it to is to someone with cancer right or yeah or like if someone you the plug of or someone yeah but like even in someone with cancer you you don't go like yeah okay fire Friday 4 p.m like that's when we'll like <laughs> give you the <laughs> lethal <laughs> injection <laughs> yeah and but, even then there's, that doesn't happen the I assume the dog was happy right whereas the human you're not it's not yeah. like you're out walking, we're going on the last trip with Nana, we're going to go feed the ducks, and I yeah, see exactly, her, and then yeah. tonight she's off. Yeah. Whereas the dog, because it's not, it's a, like a longer term condition, or a, yeah. a, you can it's going to deteriorate. You can notice yeah. that they're ill, but like, especially with the breed of dog that we had, the vet said like that breed of dog especially will like pretend everything's okay. <laughs> because, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Because they don't like to be like a burden or whatever. Oh, so, um, dying inside. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you kind of just need to trust that this is like the person the that they're talking about. But, but yeah, it is very like thinking about it now and getting very emotional. Yeah, it's actually but, a bit teary as well. But yeah, no, well done, Jenny. <laughs> we were like, this sucks so surface. It's really not that good. Yeah, but actually, there's this one line. <laughs> about not one in the night when it's really great performances <laughs> there's none yeah <laughs> it's so oh, good God. he never performed it yeah he never performed this one but there's a clip of him singing one line from the song at the magic shop master Ooh. again and so when he had the purple hair Brilliant. he looked great yeah there's a bank down bum of him recording the song which is sweet. I was impressed with him, his falsetto I've written. Mm. I think on the high notes, it sounds a bit like like the mixing that they've done in the background. It sounds like it's meant to be like a little like dreamy and drawn out. So you sort of think that they might have put some effects on his voice to make it sound dreamier mm. or like less solid. But when he sang it, I was like, no, actually, it just sounds like that. So yeah, I was impressed with that, and he looked great with his hoodie and his blonde hair. Oh, his blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And they talked quite a lot about determining the speed of the song, and he had a lot of opinions on that. And they kept saying that it was Jin's first self-composed song. Oh. So we'll end part two on tears. Yeah, tears <laughs> from the group. <laughs> Very emotive song from Jin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe there's not enough songs out there about pets. No, maybe not. Maybe I don't know. Maybe a lot of the like, oh my god, you left me. Love songs are actually about pets. Yeah, wow. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. We only know about this one because Jin wrote a note about it back in the day. So yeah, but anyway, I hope everyone listening <laughs> is not sad. sad about the. Yeah, if you're sad about any loss that you're experienced, go listen to tonight. Jin's there to comfort. Just, yeah. Jen's there to like 
relates to you. Mm. So, yeah. And thanks for listening again to part two. We'll be back with part three, which is when we will do the last couple songs and the awards. So please come back for that. And I've been Christine. I've been Leanne. And I've been Natasha. And we have been Generation Generation BTS. BTS. So sad. So sad. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) 